The finance industry has undergone a regulatory and compliance overhaul. Stricter requirements are being imposed to combat potentially illegal activity, but these are creating complications for business as usual. Joining me down the line is FIBA CEO David Schwartz. David, talk me through the latest trends in the anti-money laundering landscape. Well, the latest, most important issue that we have seen, and this was highlighted by articles in the Financial Times and also the New York Times, is money laundering, particularly of corrupt funds, through real estate. We have seen that FinCEN issued what are known as geographic targeting orders, which require additional information on complex structures that are used to purchase luxury real estate in the two most important luxury markets in the United States at the current time that being New York City, particularly Manhattan, and Miami here in Florida. How prolific would you say money laundering actually is worldwide? Where are the main trouble spots? Unfortunately, it's a global issue. I mean, wherever there is an access point to the financial system, you're going to find the attempts by the criminal element to enter in. Obviously, the United States is is one of the most important because we have the most accessible financial system in the world. It does seem that money laundering practices are constantly evolving. What are we looking at exactly and how are banks reacting? Well, we're seeing more use of complex structures, that is, less transparent vehicles uh, to hide the initial or original owner of the funds and the origin of the funds. And we're seeing banks investing uh, a lot of money in human resources and technology and monitoring systems uh, to try and combat the uh, money laundering. How is the rise of new technologies in online banking, mobile payments, inflaming the situation? Well, it makes it much more difficult because, of course, with the rise of fintech, fintech is, of course, not a regulated industry at this point in time. So, therefore, it takes transactions outside of the banking system, making them less transparent. Obviously, virtual currencies have been a target of regulatory bodies for quite some time due to their lack of transparency. But now we're finding all of these fintech startups, which are much more efficient. I mean, they move things more quickly, they're more cost efficient. However, they are not a regulated industry. Do you think banks need to take more responsibility for illegal transactions that go through their books? Because in this day and age, surely ignorance is no longer an excuse. No, but I don't think it's a question of ignorance. I think banks already have a rather large responsibility, a very weighty responsibility. If you think about it, banks are not only, at this point, regulators and and law enforcement, and now recently with FATCA and the Common Reporting Standards, we're now tax authorities. And, And banks aren't necessarily equipped for all of that. They're spending a lot of money and they're investing a lot of money. But we also have to think that the criminal element also has a lot of money and they're able to develop their own schemes. They have their own technologies that they can use. So I I think banks already carry a sufficient burden in the fight. Well, turning this around, how is anti-money laundering compliance and the Bank Secrecy Act requirements impacting the financial industry? Given the burden that it's putting on the banks, the costs are quite high. There are banks that are spending much more than 10% of their bottom line just on compliance. Now, where does that leave room for investment in the business side? The impact we're really seeing is on the smaller and medium-sized banks that are really, you know, being priced out of the market. The cost of compliance for them compared to the return on their investments is too high. And we're seeing many smaller and medium-sized banks exit the market. Thanks for watching. For more videos from The Voice of the Market, please subscribe.